Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Post 20 Podcast. You're now listening to episode 140 of the show. My name's Evan. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Matt. What's going on with you? Yep, today is uh, July 6th. I was just telling Evan the high school season has officially started today, so was up bright and early at the track, and then um, the boys were getting some touches on the ball, too. So uh, the season's under the way. Um we're starting to see more transfers flow now in the Prem now that it's July. Um, players' contracts are expiring and there's a lot more free agents available. So um, things are kicking off. And I mean, the Prem starts in four weeks. So we're getting down to the wire and getting closer and closer to having more of a regular format. Yeah, absolutely. We're almost there. Um, and we're going to just jump right into to the Prem stuff, uh, the, the transfers that we want to talk about. We're just going to go through some of the ones that we think are, are worthy of talking about. Uh, I will say that just 14 seconds ago, it was announced that Raheem Sterling has announced personal terms with Chelsea. So it looks like the transfer of Raheem Sterling will be going through. Um, I don't know what the uh, what the fee is. Is he leaving City on a free or no? No, I believe he has one year left on his deal, so okay. I think I think the fee uh, is going to be around forty to fifty. Uh, I would imagine it would be around fifty mil, maybe a little bit under uh, under yeah. considering the age, but yeah, I think they were looking for around fifty five. But um, it's crazy how good Man City's doing on their business. They're yeah. making up the the Holland signing and um, Alvarez yeah. um, in full and and more, just on all these other transfers they've been making. Um, guys going out. Um, we're linked with Nathan Ake as well, yep. um, because we're probably going to bring in two center backs, um, linked with Mateus Delic from Juve. There were potential player swap deals involved in his, um, transfer, uh, because he has a 120 million euro release clause, which I don't think anybody's going to no. hit, but, um, so they're trying to see if they can lower that valuation with a player swap. I think Pulisic was requested by them. I don't know if Chelsea would go through with that. They were talking about Jorginho or Werner maybe, but um, that's going to be a hard one now that Bayern Munich's in the race for him. Yeah, We still have talks with um, Jules Koundé, who it has the same agent as Cristiano Ronaldo, who is upset with United in the direction they're going with their transfer activity. He believes in... In the manager, in Ten Hag, he thinks he's a good manager, but um, we know him, and he wants to play at the pinnacle of the game, and that's the Champions League, and we know United didn't qualify for it this year, so he's looking for options elsewhere, and that sucks if you're a United fan, because after one year, um, seeing what he did for you and what he means to the club, and he he's not leaving the club because he hates the club or anything he still has the passion for it but he's just trying he's he's said it himself he's got three to four years left in him at the at this level so um yeah chelsea have a lot of um ways to go here i, I even mentioned rafinha probably the biggest transfer yeah. saga so far with what he's done he's he's agreed personal terms with barcelona um but he but the club hasn't hit a hasn't achieved a transfer fee with the club in Leeds, Chelsea have agreed one with 60 mil, but Rafinha hasn't talked to them about a terms yet. And then Arsenal were in the race too. So yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of places you can go. And I think it's one of those things where once one of the, one of the moves is made, it's like a snowball effect and all the other ones will start to fall in a row. Yeah. So we'll move, we'll move on. But I did want to say that it looks like the agreed fee is going to be about 
45 million pounds so good business i think for for city for sure they're making up uh they're making up all that money they paid for Holland. the other part of of that that deal that they're making money up on is is jesus to uh to arsenal he's been announced as a as a signing uh the fee was 57.42 million uh usd so you know around 40 mil uh gbp which i think is good business for both sides arsenal need a striker he's only 25 impressive he has still never lost a game with manchester city in which he has scored which i think is a crazy stat uh matt and i were talking the other day he said don't get your hopes up which i know i shouldn't but i am excited to uh to get a young impressive talented striker in uh since we've just been dealing with with the nonsense with Aubameyang and then Inketia getting that massive deal, um, I think it'll be a really good thing for for Arsenal in general. So I was happy to see that, and it's good for City too because they're going to make up that money uh, on Holland and Alvarez. Otherwise, um, some really good ones that we haven't talked deeply about: uh, Diego Carlos leaving Sevilla to go into Villa. I think that's great business for them. They deeply needed a center back. He is 29, so I worry about his age a little bit. Um, but I think if as long as he adjusts, that's a great signing for Villa. Uh, excuse me, I'm jumping into some other ones here. Basuma. Uh, signed for Spurs. I don't think we talked about that. That's incredible business for Spurs. They paid 32 million USD for him. That's awesome business. Uh, Spurs have spent a ton of money so far this transfer window. Yeah, it's crazy. Players, it's it's insane. Arsenal and Spurs are up there with with the most spent, I think, um, which is nuts to think about. But those are both teams that are right on the cusp. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It's it's it makes sense to to do that to make those those business decisions. And I'm I'm glad to see that happening. I'm I'm gonna turn it over to you here because we've seen Romelu Lukaku is actually leaving uh, Chelsea probably for good at this point. I know it's a loan. He's going back to Inter, but I would imagine this will turn into a permanent deal. The loan fee was 8.8 million USD. Do you think this is going to be permanent for a market value 77 million dollar striker, or is this just a one season thing? Um, I think it'll be eventually a permanent thing. It's just inner inner are in a tough financial situation where they can't um, afford any big time big time signings. So they're trying to work out a way uh, with Chelsea to. Well, Chelsea wants to obviously get that that what they paid for him back, right, but right. Um, I don't think it's going to be possible um, with how Inter's finances are. But yeah, it's a tough situation there. I mean, it was it was like a same timing as Ronaldo came it was a guy comes home back to a club he he started at and created his um, profile really and then um, it just didn't come to be for him and due to Tuchel system it just didn't work they didn't they butted heads all the time with the style and that and it, it's it's okay if it doesn't work you just gotta go your separate ways but just for the the evaluation we paid for him is it's tough to to swallow that um there is one more report that literally just came out it's saying that we're in looks for a to bid on a sporting lisbon midfielder Mateus nunez who yep. is a two-way center midi box to box so they're talking about maybe Jorginho leaving um and has been dealing with a lot of injuries as well kovacic so uh, and we and we know conte and kovacic or conte and Jorginho were in their last year their deal so um I'm sure we're gonna we have to get rid of a couple guys with bringing all these new people in. So um, there's gonna be a big squad shift. We know we know Taboli is 
financially backing Tuchel here, and he's given him full control over who he wants to go after, which is nice to see. I don't think there's many situations where the manager has that power in a club. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. I don't really know much about this guy, but um, that was the last thing I wanted to say about Chelsea. But yeah, I think um, I think the Lukaku thing is just going to, it's going to be one of those things we have to just move on from, really. You have really. to eat it. Yeah, it's, it's all you can do is just eat it. I mean, it's it's very similar to what happened with Aubameyang. It, was a, it wasn't the right decision to, to re-sign him, just like maybe it wasn't the right decision to bring Lukaku in, and you have to eat it. With those gigantic name players that you're going to pay a gigantic fee for, you don't have a choice. Yeah. You have to just deal with and, it, and it's bad business. It happens. Yeah, and I think behind the scenes, that was a move for Lukaku that was solely pushed by um, our ex, um, I think, sporting, what is Marina? Sporting director, the, yeah. Yeah, she was the board, she was the head of the marketing there yeah. for transfers and as well as Abramovich. I think those two were key in getting him across the line, but a lot of other people weren't fully behind that, um, obviously due to the investment, like we keep mentioning, so... It's going to set us back a little bit, but um, thankfully Bowley came in and now we're debt-free, so it's kind of like we can move on from it as well as Bowley doesn't have to think hard about it because it wasn't his money that was invested into it, so he's completely fine with going away with it or moving away from it. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can move on and do better things. Like you mentioned, all these other clubs are investing loads of money into their squad. I think um, another one is Leeds. Leeds have just been going ham. Um, Jesse has been bringing in a lot of guys. You know, Eric uh, Brendan Aronson was the first. Um, now they bring in Tyler Adams, his international teammate, to replace that void that Calvin Phillips has left, um, going to be a backup in Man City. Um, you never know. I mean, it, it's a long year. They're going to play 50-plus games. He'll get his time. But um, he just solely wanted to go work under Pep. He did say there was one or two other moves he could have made, but the the idea of playing playing under Pep was was ideal for him and to, and he feels like he can get the best out of his game. Yeah. Um, I think they got that Darko Jebi in return during that deal from City. He was on loan with Leeds last year. Mark Rocca from Bayern, who has been playing behind a lot of class guys there at Munich. You know, with Goretzka, Kimmich, um, Tolisso, who moved back to Lyon this summer. Um, and then they they also brought in a right back from Salzburg. So Jesse's going back to a lot of a lot of players that he knows through the German leagues. And I think they also just signed a winger from Feyenoord, Sinisteri. He's yeah. like twenty five mil Dutch. I think he's like twenty five um, years old. So they're bringing in a lot of attacking players to in in. It's similar to how the Villa did last year with um, Grealish. They bought all these players before they made their big sale. So. I think they're going to pretty much come out even when it comes to expenditure. Yeah, I, I mean, that's probably true. Um, we'll jump into another top four club, Spurs. They have been doing a fucking shit ton of business. They brought in Richarlison uh, just a few days ago, so he's going to be, I guess, a backup striker for them. 60 uh, mil to be a backup striker. It, it's a lot of money. You know, they're, they're linked with Depay now, too, so it's going to be backup striker FC over there in North London. I just... I don't know. I, I, I think the game's just changed with how you can use these inside forwards, like yeah, how Sun's has. being used. We've seen the Sun rise can of... play five positions. Like, it, it's just... Yeah. It's crazy. I, and 
it's kind it's kind of like becoming more of FIFA. Like you just slap a position modifier on them and say, Pretty "All, much, all yeah. right, you're playing right mid instead of left." Or yeah, the modern game back. and the and the modern manager is is looking for guys that can play in multiple positions to help them because, like we're saying, it's a long season. Yeah. It's it's a given that you're going to have three or four guys pick up injuries, and you need to cover those voids. I feel like one of their most underrated signings, not just for Spurs but in the league overall, is Paris. Sick. Yep. Um, we've great. seen at the World Cup with Croatia, he was an absolute star there. Um, he gets the job done for international duty. They won the a couple trophies there at his time in Inter. So I mean, he he's a winner. He's worked with Conte at Inter. So I think that's going to be one that flies under the radar a bit, especially on a free. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned Basuma. He's going to come in there, probably take time away from Harry Winks. Um, it'll probably be maybe be him and Hoiberg. You got Ventacore as well. Um, they're starting to create a nice pair of four guys in there that can rotate. We know they play that three four three with those two like solid middies, not like a not like a De Bruyne where they can get forward, but those guys break up a lot of their plays, and the other five go forward in the forwards and the wing backs. So um, it's very it's still early in the market. This we were going until for the first of September, so there's a lot more business that can be done. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think. We can move on to another team. I think um, Newcastle, where we've seen their takeover, um, all the money they have, and they've made some good signings there. We, you, you already called it. Your boy Nick Pope moved from Burnley. Yeah. Um, now they have a solid goalkeeper in there. I mean, Dubrovka was a solid goalkeeper as is, but yeah. um, they, they get that English tax there with Pope. Um, only 12 mil. Bargain. Bargain that's, that's deal there. Insane bargain. Um, we know he's a, he's an England international as well, and to only get him at twelve mil is an absolute steal. They yeah. signed Matt Target on a permanent from Villa, uh, and then they get an up and coming talent in Sven Botman, yeah, Dane, or, uh, Dutch from Lille. So um, so good. Champ, Champions League experience there. He's been playing the past couple years with Lille, um, and yeah, I mean they they're probably going to go for a couple more people, um, more attacking probably, but. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you're surprised Newcastle haven't done more business? No, I think they're being very calculated in the business that they're doing. These three signings, I think, are are all really, really good. Pope, only 30 years old, very experienced in the Premier League, seen sees a ton of action because of just playing at Burnley. I think that's a great, great signing. It's I don't know how much of an upgrade it is over Dubrovka. I think Dubrovka was actually really sound last, last year uh, and has been throughout his tenure at Newcastle, but Pope is better. He's gigantic, and his his reflexes are so good. So that's that's a great signing there. Botman again calculated signing. Paid forty mil for him. He's twenty two years old. He's still got a role to grow into. I don't think he's even. I don't even think he's at you know three quarters of his potential yet. I'm I'm really impressed with that signing. And then Target, um, who's a little bit more experienced, a lot of time at Villa. Um, going to be able to fill in that left back role there in case either one, um, what's his name? Trippy was playing right back for them, I think, last season. But yeah, um, it, it's good to have Target and Trippy back there. I think that's just their back line looks great. Botman super impressive. Um, we have to see, you know, maybe one or or two offensive signings, but defensively, Newcastle are, are stacked, especially with Gamarish in the middle there. That's that's just unbelievable they're gonna be super hard to break down next year yeah and it's saying they're also linked with uh jesse lingard yuri tillimans and uh 
Ambrosia there as a backup striker to work there with Wilson because we know he's injury prone. Um, one more thing on Burnley, your boy Veghorst got loaned out to Besiktas, um, so he won't be playing in the championship next year. I saw that today. Yep. Um, all right, so what are some other ones? Oh, United got that Tyrell Malasia kid. Um, Dutch national plays left back from Feyenoord. Uh, I, I honestly don't have any sort of, um, you know, prior knowledge about him. I, I probably should watch some tape on him because it seems like uh, United's freaking out a little bit about about that signing. It seems like that was one of Ten Hag's guys that he really wanted to bring in. And um, I've realized, like, when you're looking at who they're linked to, who they're bringing in, it's a lot of guys that one either Ten Hag knows or two they're just Dutch. So yeah. I feel like the United scouting department is maybe not necessarily operating at. Uh, and I not, think that's why Ronaldo's upset with the the way the club's going. It's just like get the guy some fucking help. I I just don't understand it. I they needed a left back. They need a left and a right back because AWB's fallen out of favor as well. Um, I don't know. There's just so much work that needs to be done at United. I think this this transfer window has been like extremely, extremely disappointing for them so far. Um, so we'll have to keep our eye out on on what happens there. But there's another one I wanted to talk about: Naif Aguerd, uh, Moroccan center back that played for uh, Ren. He is coming in uh, to West Ham United. They paid 38.5 mil for him. He is a center back. I think that's a lot of money to spend on a... I mean, I don't know. Stad Rene are a decent club. They have they have a, a decent enough um, development program there. A lot of French guys come from... Um, there's mid-table to high-table French teams. He's still young, but I think that's a lot to splash on a center back there. I know they have holes back there. But I don't know. Do you, do you think that's a lot? I've seen a little bit of the tape on this guy, but uh, I don't know if, if he's going to solve all their woes back there. I mean, we saw him in a friendly against CUS get ripped apart. They yeah. got ripped apart like 5-0 or whatever it was, 3-0. But um, yeah, I mean, he's another guy that's got Euro- European experience. I think that's the center back position is a is a position they need more depth in. I think that's the right move. Um, we saw Craig Dawson was like their main guy this year. Um, some they they need somebody to partner with him. We saw we know Ogbonna is uh, a key guy, but he's he's going to be coming back from a tear, torn ACL. Um, Kurt Zuma got into trouble this year off the field. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think now they have four to five guys in there, um, as well as Issa Diop, um, that they can rotate back there now and and still compete in European ball because now they're in the. They're playing in the Conference League now, which I don't think will... It'll be the same schedule as the Europa League, and I don't think the games will be as stressful for them, but um, it's still that same schedule. So I think having five center backs is going to um, help them with their fitness come time when the the, the, the league's going to get crazy, especially this year now with the World Cup um, going for five weeks there in the winter. So there's going to be a lot of... It's going to be an extended year now. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, um... What else do we have? You know, it's. I'm fine. surprised. I'm surprised. Um, Leicester is the only team that haven't signed anybody yet. They've been yeah. pretty quiet, flying under the radar. They still haven't um, signed Adama Lookman on, on a permanent deal from Leipzig. I think he did okay for them last year, um, but they, they've let a couple of guys go on freeze in that. Um, 
nobody crazy major, a lot of youth guys, but um, I'm surprised. They, they're one team that I think maybe need more depth in their team if they're going to push to stay in that top eight kind of area um, because they, they, were hit, they got hit with the Liverpool season this year with all the injuries they had. They did. Um, um, I mean, we, I think they've, they did last couple summers, they've done good business to, to cover the depth. We know they have three solid strikers and DACA, um, Ianacho and Vardy, um, the, it looks like they're made, they're maybe going to keep the, their key guys they have up front in Barnes and, and, uh, Madison. But I think, I think once Tillymons goes, that's going to be their green light to start making a couple deals with the money they'll get for him. I'm sure they'll get at least... 50 mil for him at, in the minimum because I think he's he's a young Belgian international who who we know is top class. So it'll be interesting to see if he stays in the prem or not. Hopefully he does. But um yeah, I'm just a little surprised they haven't um done any business yet. Yeah, there's a couple more things I want to talk about. Uh quickly you mentioned Tielemans. I I hope he's ready to play defensive mid at Arsenal because it looks like uh maybe our uh, expensive defensive midfielder that we brought in from Atleti may be in some legal trouble. Yeah, we're having yeah. another. It seems like that's happening a lot. Not it is. his situation, but um, in general, people get in trouble off the field. Alleged uh, triple rape. Uh, triple. Uh, triple three. Three. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so uh, Thomas Partey floating. Uh, allegedly, as I said, can't, you, you can't attack me legally. Uh, alleged is the uh, is the suspect. They they won't like the British government or whoever have detained this player. Uh, have not come out and said who it is yet because I think it is alleged and technically they could get uh, nicked for defamation. So we're gonna see uh, how that pans out. I uh, I don't know. Somebody said it was a star, so it can't really be Partey, right? Um, okay. He is your highest paid player at the uh, club, I think. I know, which is sickening business there, but um, that's besides the point. And you guys did get rid of um, some depth there. You sold Guendouzi to Marseille now on a full. I know. I have I have no idea what's going to happen there. Tielemans to Arsenal is looking more and more likely, but I I don't know. It's that's one that I think is probably going to come down to the wire. You know, it's going to be one of those late ones. So. Um, yeah, we still got we have four weeks until the season yeah, starts. Plenty of time. Um, plenty of time. You don't know if people are going to rush to get these players in before they travel for their summer tours, or um, if they just wait and come in after. But um, I, I think only the big teams are really traveling anywhere. Um, yeah. Arsenal's coming to the U.S. Arsenal's right? Arsenal's here. Yeah, they're in Maryland. They're playing. Yeah, uh, I think they're playing everton i think arsenal play everton in maryland I, we saw a game there the last time i was in maryland i saw well, you were oh. there as well we saw ac milan and chelsea a million uh-huh. years ago so i thought about it i think that's that's in july it's it's towards the end it's probably pretty soon so you guys play you already played ipswich you beat them 5-1 yeah. on last saturday and ketsy had a hat trick yep i saw that um you play friday against nuremberg Saturday you play Everton, like okay, you said in Saturday, Maryland. Yeah. Next Saturday, right. and then the twentieth you play Orlando City. Twenty right. third you play Chelsea in Florida, and then you close it out on the thirtieth against Sevilla um, in at your home in the Emirates. Yeah, maybe we should maybe we should book a flight. Maybe we'll go down to uh, Florida and catch Arsenal Chelsea. 
Um, to Orlando, that'd be that'd be tough. It'd be rough to get to. It'd probably be hot there too. Um, oh my gosh. We talked. We whispered about Everton just now. James Tarkowski coming in from Burnley on a free. Uh, his market value is around twenty five mil, so I think that's great business for Everton who need to shore up that back line. Um, Yeri Mina not really going to get things done, I don't think, for much longer. So uh, he's a little bit of a liability, and I think Tarkowski is a much more stable player with a lot more talent. Um, so that's that's a good move there. They're getting rid of a lot of guys as well. Yeah. Uh, St. out. John Joe Kenny's out. Anwar Algazi uh, was there. His loan has ended. He's now back uh, to Villa. Or he was at Villa last season, right? Algazi? I thought he I was. He, I think Villa loaned him out to Everton for oh, like six, okay. six months or so, but I don't even think he played a game. Right. Okay. All right, so no Gilfie still. Uh, not, that's another oh. rape. Uh, <laughs> Fabian Delph now exiting the club. Uh, ancient, ancient guy there. So losing Richarlison on top of all those guys. They are, uh, they're not done in this window. I think they'll be bringing some more guys in despite their yeah. financial situation. I, I, we'll think, I think Frank's just <laughs> waiting to infiltrate the Chelsea youth players. Pro- that's probably true. Um, who else? Oh, we should talk about Leeds a little bit. They've lost Calvin Phillips now. Uh, we didn't go in depth. Uh, we knew that there was rumors that he would be going to City. He has officially gone. Uh, agreed fee, fifty-three point six million USD. Uh, so they underpaid. Honestly, I think Phillips' market value is around fifty-five. So that was that was good business for City. They are now just an extremely extremely stacked midfield. We'll see if Phillips. Um, develops further, or if his injuries sort of stunt his his growth. Uh, I don't know where I stand. Honestly, I think there's English tax there. I think Phillips is a bit overrated, but uh, his first season with with Leeds in the Prem was really good, and all of his seasons prior were were excellent as well. So, uh, two United States players coming in: Brendan Aronson and Tyler Adams. One being a defensive midfielder, and then. Aronson, Medford Messi, uh, an attacking midfielder coming in from RB Salzburg. What do you think? Are these guys actually going to perform next season, or do you think maybe uh, the lights will be too bright? I mean, I think out of all the transfers, I think we've watched these guys the most with international play, and um, we know they they have what it takes to play at this level. Um, We've seen them both play in the Champions League, and I think Adams is an absolute dog, and I think that's great value to have a replacement in there for Phillips, who did a good job as well. I think Phillips is more of like a deep line pa- a passer, and I think Adams will break up a lot more things and get the transition play going, which I think Jesse, that's what Jesse wants, is quick counters. And Aronson as well, he's got the speed and the, the IQ to pick things out out of nowhere. So I think those are good building blocks to go from, and I think almost really Patrick Banford is another signing because he played maybe eight games last year. Um, he's their lead number nine, and we know he can perform in the Prem, scoring 16, 17 goals in their first season up. So I think they have great guys to build from. I think they still they still need to buy some defenders. They still have a weak back line. They can't. They cannot give up sixty plus goals and keep expecting to survive. It's just not possible. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not a sustainable uh, model. You just can't play that way and expect to succeed, for sure. Um, anybody else you want to talk about? We've, we've sort of run through this quickly, but um, there's You not... think Liverpool's done business? Uh, 
yeah, I mean, after the after the re-signing of, uh, of Salah, we should say he's now, I think he's the highest paid player in the world on a week-to-week basis. Mm, no, I think that's Ronaldo. That's Ronaldo still? I think I think Salah gets three fifty, and Ronaldo gets half half a mil. Oh, okay. I think I think it goes Ronaldo, De Bruyne, De Gea, and then Salah. I think that's it. Premier League wise, I'm not talking about Neymar and them. I think Neymar gets the most. Okay, yeah. he's on like six twenty or something retarded. All right, so if Salah, if he meets the clauses, he could rise to four hundred, but his set wage is three fifty a week. So I I misspoke there. I was wrong. He's now the sixth highest paid player in the world. His wages could rise to 400K. That's still... I mean, he totally deserves it. You look at his insane. numbers and the output he does and what he means to the club. Yeah. I mean, if you look if you look at what some of these guys make per week, it's it's actually really crazy. They're paying the Ox 120000 a week. That's Yeah, you, br- you break that down yearly. That's like six, seven mil. I know, but that that's so crazy. I feel like... Like I'm looking now here on on some of their, um, he's making more than Jota per week. Yeah, I know. And Matip and and Gomez and Konate, guys that got like actual English, play last season. English standard. It's just crazy. It's so crazy to me. Um, well, I think he's one of those guys on the outs in the squad. Yeah, so no, for for sure. But we, I think he's in a similar situation as Lingard. Yeah, Lingard's meeting with uh, MLS clubs today. Did you see that? No, I did not. Yeah, he's meeting. Uh, he's he's flown to the U.S. and he's listening to proposals from I think it said three or four different MLS clubs. So um, I, I think that's I think that's a good transition because Bale Bale to yeah. LAFC. Yeah, or we may see his debut Friday against uh, the Galaxy and uh, El Trafico. Yeah, I think it'll be cool, man. I mean, it's it's good to see the MLS growing stronger. Um, this happens every couple of years. You you get that new wave of of like wa- not washed guys. I don't I don't even think Lingard is close to washed to be honest. Nah. Um, I think he was absolutely unbelievable with with West Ham last year, and it's a shame that we didn't get to to see him get some solid run in with with United this year. But um, that was just never gonna happen. They're such a fucking disaster mess. Um. But yeah, I, I think otherwise I, I don't have I don't have a ton else to uh to say. This was a shorter one, but Um We have with the league coming back, we have the fantasy draft I was talking about. Yeah. And um I think we we're looking to get like maybe two more people in just to make it a little difficult when you're creating your teams. But Zach said, um, I wanna know your take. If you're drafting and you have Ronaldo and Holland, who would you take? Holland. Yeah, he said Ronaldo all day. He said if no. you take he he said if you take a newly transferred player, like you're dumb. I mean, what, what was Ronaldo last year? A newly yeah, transferred he, player, right? I think what he was saying is like new to the league and stuff. We know Ronaldo's proven in the prem. I just well, it's it's hard not to think Colin's going to score twenty five plus. I I don't even know if he will score that much, but I think. You have to consider the fact that Ronaldo might leave. He might not play. Yeah, and if he doesn't leave, if they don't let him leave, and I, he he probably will be allowed to leave because there's good grace there. But he might not play. He might not get a lot of run if things are really bad. He might just not play. So like, well, they they need him because he's the I whole know. offense. He's well, he's their whole team. If they don't, well, I think we didn't. They they did sign Christian Eriksen as well. 
Yeah. That was confirmed on a three-year deal. He is like a couple of years behind Mata in terms of where he's at, I think, physically. so I mean, we saw him last year with Brentford. Brentford yeah, did good. everything they could to keep him. Yeah, it looked good, but I, I think they should have kept him, by the way. That, that would have been really... I just don't think the player wanted to stay there. Yeah, I, I think that's fair, but um, I, I'm not super impressed with United's transfer stuff so far. Um, yeah. has that Ronaldo both. Uh, yeah, I know. Has that been confirmed yet? The the Ericsson thing? Because I don't even see yeah. it on the transfer market. Yeah. yeah, I've seen the. He's got the shirt on. Everything. Okay. All right. That's strange yeah. that I haven't seen that. Uh, we should say Pogba done for sure. He, uh, I think his medical with is it with Juve, Juve or PSG? Yeah, he's going to Juve on it's a free Juve. for the second time. Um, and Hel Di Maria as well he's will be joining him on a free. Up um juve is doing great free transfer business there getting two class players um still unbelievable pogba after all this time at least um, it'll be interesting to see and now it's um if we're looking at weston mckinney he's got even more competition in his in his midfield now yeah it's it's actually crazy and maybe um weston will have to grow up a little bit with uh with the way that things are over there he's been known to make poor decisions off the field. So with some competition, maybe we'll have to step up his game and maybe we'll see some uh, maturation. That'd be nice for sure. Yeah. I think, I think that just about does it for um, the current time we're at with the window. Yeah. And guys, you know, there's going to be a ton more business. I don't even think we're, we're not, we have four weeks left till the start of the season. There's going to be a lot more that happens. A lot of big ones. Um, and I'm ex- I'm excited to see where things go. I think United are the team to keep an eye on. They they have to do more business. They absolutely have to. It is essential if they want to keep uh, Christian Ronaldo at the club. And I think that's it's the fight for a top four, man. It's tough. I know it's going to be. You tough. got you got you got two teams fighting for the title, and you got the other like five or six trying to get in top four. Yeah, I'll be I'll be curious to see what happens with clubs like Southampton and Nottingham Forest uh, as we move on. I think Wolves, another team that probably have to do some business. They lost some guys on loan. Uh, you know, yeah, they, they, they went back to their done, parent clubs. They yeah, they haven't done anything. I think Nottingham Forest secured Dean Henderson on a year loan from United, so they have a solid goalkeeper in there. Yeah, Saiz um, is leaving. You know. Yeah, Mikey Chan back, Trincal back. These are guys that got a lot of run in that team. So we're gonna have to see, man. It's it's gonna be weird. I think um, I don't know. I, I have no idea what to expect from those clubs, but I'm excited to to do our our predictions for the season soon. You know, we're we're coming up on it. We've only got a couple weeks. Um, the women's yeah. women's Euro I think started today. By the way, oh, actual. Yeah, I think it started today. But the uh, number one player in the world, whatever that. That lady's name is uh, Patelis, maybe is her last name. Oh, that's what I was saying. Alexis okay. Patelis from um, Spain. She's Spanish. She plays for the Barcelona women's team. Torn ACL, not in the tournament. Awful. Very tough scene. Hate to see that. So uh, hopefully we we see a uh, quick recovery for her. I I don't watch a ton of of. Uh, u.s women's national team anymore either i just i just haven't and it doesn't matter they're not in the euro obviously but um there was a while there where i was super into it like i watched all of those olympic tournaments and um 
all the World Cups and stuff like that, but I've just sort of fallen out. Even with the men's national team, I just... I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm not as, as enthralled and obsessed as I once was. Um, but Yeah, I think I think it's a, it's a seasonal-type deal. Yeah, it where, is. Uh, when once, nothing once, on. when, uh, not even that. I think just one of those big tournaments come around, that's when you invest. Yeah. Um, most of the time, like there used to be a time where you knew most of the women's players, and now um, I can only name maybe two or three. Yeah. There's just not a lot of girls on that team that have big personalities or or have a big platform, haven't created something for themselves like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think we'll see. I mean, that, the team is good. I, I I could name quite a few players, but um, I think we'll start to see the the development and the growth of some of those younger talents. Trinity Rodman, one you got to keep your eye on it. She's incredible, hey. and as we know, uh, she's got elite athlete DNA in in her body. So, um, yeah, cool. Um, that's it, guys. Thank you for listening. The show was only about 35 minutes this week, so a short one, but um, we've gone long the past couple times. So I want to uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you check us out on social media at Post20Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find all the episodes, past, present, future, on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. So until next week, uh, take care of yourselves, and, and we'll see you then.